Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash The Gamers Advocate. The Gamers Advocate. Target acquired. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 12 of the Gamer's Advocate. I'm one of your hosts, Adam. I'm Bill. Hey, I'm Jack. Woohoo! The Ravens won. We were correct, sadly, unfortunately, on our predictions. Well, I didn't... Cast. I will say this, I did not know at the time, but I made my prediction that San Francisco was going to be playing the Ravens and the refs. I'm joking when I blame the refs. <laughs> you know what? They let them play the game. It, I, it I, was I, holding... I that. It was holding, we all know it. San Francisco should have won, but the lights went off and Beyonce was there. And that was it. It was terrible. You know, I, if it wasn't for that power outage, I'm not even sure if San Francisco gets even close in that game. Oh, that, yeah, that, 34 minutes of sitting on the sidelines, that momentum just went crazy. Well, and, yeah, it's 34 minutes that Baltimore sat there with a big, giant lead in the third quarter, started soaking in everything, started feeling like they already had it won, and San Francisco had 34 minutes to sit around and get pissed off. What was so. the deal with the big fight, too? I mean, just chill, guys. They were leading by a lot. They were doing well, I, you know. Whatever. Oh, that's just emotions in a big game. Yeah, emotions are flying. People are probably playing dirty, maybe pushing when they shouldn't, and it just happens. That's why the Ravens are dirty birds, and I don't like them. Sorry. i got to put that out there. It's still technically the Browns, right? The Browns won a Super Bowl. Anyone out there, please? Browns, Browns couldn't win the toilet bowl. <laughs> that's the only way the Browns will win a Super Bowl, is being sold to a different state. Okay, So, enough football talk. We're going to go talk about some games. Um, Don't you want to break down every quarter? Yeah, but that's when you have to listen to the Super Bowl Advocate coming out next week. Yeah. And you get the express written concern of the NHL. NFL. Like NFL. Is it what, did we they NHL change it? NHL is hockey. Is it like WWE? NHL F? is hockey. World Wildlife Fund? You need pills. I took my Flintstone vitamin chewables today, actually. I was just thinking of Flintstone vitamins joke, and that, you just nailed it. Awesome. You have been redeemed, sir. I know, because I'm cool. Right. I like to party. Adam's right. We should talk right. about games. Right. Adam, get us back on track Okay, here, please. back on track. Train's back on track. You are listening to The Gamer's Advocate. Congratulations. You found the best podcast in the world. It's been <laughs> proven. <laughs> if you want to ever know what's going on with us, we're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We got our own website. We got articles going up by the hour. <laughs> you were going to say buttload, weren't you? By the shiz nitty. I was going to lie, but I wasn't going to. We're trying, though, but... Yeah, we can, we're all over the place, so you can keep on track. And if you ever want to be a part of this show, email us at podcast at com. Let us know what you think. Let us know any questions, comments, and we'll help you the best way we can. And we're going to f- feature some uh, community people. People are getting involved, which is cool. And uh guy did a review for us. I won't give it away. No spoilers. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, once, once again, we just want to quickly mention that we really want to feature the community. So if you guys have any artwork or any fan fiction or articles or reviews or anything, send it to podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. We want to feature you on our Facebook page and talk about it and get in touch with you because we are for the people, as they say. I don't know. But enough about you jerks. Let's, let's, as everyone wants to know what we've been up to, Adam, what, what were you doing this weekend or week? And what were you playing video games? Not 
What, what were you up to? <laughs> Give me a picture. Well, unfortunately, Nino Kuni is still consuming my life. I've been playing way too much of that game. It's still incredible. And I must admit that it got a little annoying because, I know, can you believe it? <laughs> it's blasphemy. What? It's the potato. No, <laughs> There's a... It's, oh, derby. I mentioned it last week, and if you've understood the game, it's kind of a mix between Final Fantasy and Pokemon, except instead of catching them with Pokeballs or How something... How could that get annoying? I know, really. You have to defeat them, and then there's a chance that they'll be able to get caught. So there was this one monster I was trying to get, and he would just not give me the ability to catch him, and it took probably an hour of just running back and forth and back and forth, and it was crazy, but... Still awesome game. I love it. But you enjoy the grinding, as you said, so you got some grinding in. Uh, and you did get your monster. And Nino Kuni does have that touching story that we have on our website about something. I won't give it away. you got to check out the website. I uh, I enjoy the grinding, too. That's why I get my paycheck in ones. I don't get the reference. Never mind. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, so I, I actually tried a little bit of the Crisis 3 multiplayer beta. And it's all right. I, don't know, I wasn't super impressed. I mean, the graphics were pretty, and it was fun, but it just felt like any other game, any other first-person shooter. Did you guys try it? Have you tried Crisis at all? Have you ever played any of those games? I didn't get into Crisis. I, you know, it got my attention for like a second, and then I moved on to an actual good game. So, uh, oops. <laughs> I mean, I heard good things about the second one. This one does look kind of cool with the bow and arrow, but it's, uh, I mean, you could go ahead and try it. You can download it, but it's, Make I, me. I wasn't too impressed. Make me. No, I'm really not too impressed. I have pre-orders in the works. Dead Space comes out tomorrow. I did play the uh, demo for that. Yeah, and I'm going to... And Fallout, too. But, yeah, tell us about the demo and how much you loved it. I'm calling Bioshock Fallout. All right, did I do that again? (laughs) You did. That was was (laughs) on... The NHL was, like, supposed to be funny. That was on accident. That's just because I'm high. So how was was Dead Space for all those people (laughs) who are planning on spending their money on it, Bill? I gotta, I gotta be honest. It, first of all, it looks fantastic. As far as gameplay, I, I was, I don't know. My excitement for it's starting to fade out a little bit, and and part of that is knowing that Tomb Raider, God of War, Bioshock, Last of Us are all right around the corner. You know, it's like, do I want to put the money into this one? Because what it seemed like it was a lot of walking around looking for stuff and then wait for something to pop out at you. And there was a lot of stuff, in the, and there was one part in the demo where they're popping up out of the ground, and yeah, it gives you a quick little jump, but after a couple of them, it was just like, shut up. And I, I know further in the game, it ends with kind of a big thing going on, and I kept getting killed by it, so it kind of pissed me off, too. <laughs> but I'm probably still going to get it, but I just, I don't know. I'm more excited You're about... you already regretting having to, having to get it after it, playing the it demo? Ki- it kind of feels a little bit like... It's just been there, done that, been there, done that. It doesn't look like it's bringing something that I'm all that into. I'm more excited about Fire Emblem for the 3DS, to be honest with you. Didn't you not even... have You You haven't played the past ones, though, have you? I played a little bit of the first one. Yeah, because like I, I played all the, the first two in the series, and I really enjoyed the first one. It was scary. Like one, The ending was probably one of the scariest moments in gaming for me. It was pretty intense. And the second one was a little more action-y, Still had a little bit of the horror, and it was fun. Not not as good as the first one. And this one, obviously, they're going a lot more co-op and a lot more. It seems like they're taking you outside of the snow level, which is like Lost Planety and trying to be a little different. But I don't know. It's I'm hoping for something good, but I'm just afraid it's going to take the Resident Evil route. Yeah, you know what it reminded me of more than anything, honest to God, is Resident Evil Five. Not that that's terrible. I had a lot of fun with Resident Evil Five, but it's. Not what I want in a dead space. 
I, I borrowed the first one from somebody and had to give it back. I didn't finish it. Um, and shame on me for not because that that was true oh, yeah. creepiness. That one is incredible. And what you said about the second one, going into this, it just the whole thing just feels like they're going to try to do the big action route. And yeah, it'll have its jumps and its scares, but I just think they're going to, I just got this bad feeling it's going to lose touch with what I loved about the original. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I like that they're actually trying to mix it up a little bit, honestly, if I had to be honest. But get I, out. <laughs> I heard that, I, and that uh, also to get Fire Emblem versus Dead Space. I know that's kind of the problem that gamers have. That there's a lot of there's a lot of games right now, and you only have so many funds and so much time. But uh, I know that's coming out tomorrow, and uh, so yeah. Speaking of funds, we're gonna just insert a news story into this section right here is that you better save up if you want to get some DLC for Dead Space because they're going to have 11 day one DLC items for you to download on See, day one. <coughs> that's another thing that's just not sitting quite it's right. It's EA me. trying to get all the money they can out of the gamers. It's just, it's ridiculous. Now, I mean, there's obviously there's going to be the skins and some extra guns and things, which it doesn't affect the game or anything and you can look different or look prettier, whatever you want to do, but they also... Another big thing in Dead Space 3 is scavenging. And I guess you get a scavenger bot or something. I'm not really sure what it is. But you can upgrade your scavenger to get resources better, to find better items and all that stuff. But you have to pay for it. Now, they claim that you can get everything by playing the game and you won't need to buy it. But it's going to be teetering a very delicate line of maybe they make it a little harder so you feel more forced to buy the things, even though you don't have to, but you just spend that time grinding for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, I know Bill didn't like the demo and he got that, and we already touched on how demos can be different and mess up your perceptions of games and what's going to happen and whatnot, but this DLC at day one and also you are getting better stuff easier through this scavenger type of thing on day one, even though I pre-ordered, you know, they're taxing me for more money. And I get that it's a business and, and companies are going bankrupt and, you know, they have to make money. But still, I, you know, it doesn't doesn't sit right with me that it's not included in the game. And, like, from right out of the box, you got to drop more money on top of it. I, I, I don't know. Something doesn't sit right. And it just, Something it's like, doesn't sit right. Yeah, and it's just like this, this like, hey, hey, you could, you could try to fight through the game and earn everything. Or... Spend a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. Take the easy way out, and it just—I don't know. It's just going to make the another. I worry that the next generation of gamers are going to be this, just these entitled little bastards that expect everything. And I just—I don't know. I mean, maybe that's pushing it way too far, but right. it's just same with me. Something—it just doesn't feel right to me at all. I don't know if they're making the game easier or what. I mean, I guess we'll we'll see it when it when it comes out. But if it improves the game and makes it better, and you have to pay for it on day one. I mean, make it make it part of the package. Make like, uh, you know, I bought the season pass for Borderlands 2. I knew it was coming. Um, I knew it was going to be, you know, part of pre-ordering it and part of the, the deal. Um, I still haven't played a whole lot of Borderlands, even though I do have the season pass and those levels. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe it's just more money that i got to shell out, and I'm a, I'm a cheap SOB or something, but... I want a game to be complete. I want it to be there. I don't want to have to do a whole bunch of stuff right out, right out of the box. Yeah, but that and season passes are a little different because that is like additions to the story and additions to to the to the main campaign and all that stuff. But a lot of this stuff is you can upgrade your weapons, you can upgrade your scavenger bot, which 
directly affects your single player game. So it's not like additional story or anything that you're paying for. It's stuff that you should be able to do in the game. Yeah, yeah it affects the mechanics yeah. of the game itself. And like right. I said, maybe like I, I we, we haven't played it yet, and maybe they will strike a nice balance where you really don't need to buy it. Maybe it is for those casual people who don't want to do all that, but. It's just scary because you know when there's those dollar bills up in the sky that they're going to reach as high as they can to get those. It, it just it doesn't feel like what Borderlands did was awesome. Gave you a full, huge, complete game, and then the season pass was uh, for an, an extra character, and yeah. then these other four huge yeah. sections that you'd already gotten your $60 worth, but you want a little more than that, right. it's there, and it's available, and they don't shove it down your throat and there's no microtransactions constantly Mm -hmm. and what they're doing is just yeah it's like you want to make it a little easier you want to make it and I just again I wonder is it going to be sections on there that are so difficult or such a grind that you don't feel like you have to get that bot to go get everything because I sometimes the grinding stuff is fun but in the demo it kind of felt like running around stomping all these boxes to pick up this and pick up that I could see where that's going to get old and it might make you want to buy that that DLC just because you're tired of it. And if you're doing it for that reason, that's I think wrong. maybe you got the wrong game. And yeah. that's why I'm kind of having second thoughts about Dead Space. And I hate to say that. I was yeah. looking forward to this. So like I said, we'll we'll come back to you next week about like our impressions and what we feel if it does affect the game or not. Because it hasn't come out yet, so we're not 100% sure. But we'll see. Yeah, we might just be nervous Nellies. But, but you have to be. Like mm-hmm. it says advocators and right. even consumers, you have to be wary of companies that are going to do this because they can take advantage of it. You, if you let them. I mean, it's just like we were talking about uh, last week and weeks before how what Final Fantasy did, how they're nickel and diming oh, you and stuff like that. Games are, I mean, I'm all about choice and differentiation and like different price levels. I mean, it happens with any kind of product. Um, I guess we're seeing it more in gaming, but I don't know the way they're going about it is the best way of getting nickel and dimed. I mean, you know, there's different skins, there's different levels, there's season passes, but when you get you change the game uh and the mechanics of a game by purchasing extra content i think that that messes stuff up i don't i don't like that i mean you can buy like coffee like maxwell house versus starbucks it's still coffee but you don't change it into like okay now this coffee is like tea or it's orange juice when you buy this other thing with it i mean i don't know how exactly to explain it but I think it messes up where it changes the game into something else, from an apple to an orange, and that's that's why I'm I'm concerned. Yeah. So companies just stop being so much of a jerk. <laughs> but let's talk about something that I'm kind of proud of. Two water. Hey, there's an apple. Let's talk about something I'm proud of. Is that I w- I won't say that I have a convert, but I have someone who's a little more. What's the word I'm looking for? A little more stupid. Oh my god! What's the word I'm looking for? Gullible? Jackass. No, like, I don't know. Donkey Punch. Loving. No, but for real, I know what you're talking about. Like, I played the Wii U with Adam, and I'm sorry to admit it, you know, I I came out of the closet for Wii U. (laughs) Is that what happened? I don't know. But anyways, we played Nintendo Land, and we played a couple other games. Nintendo Land was the best. It was kind of like, it reminded me of Wii Sports and the fun I had initially with Wii Sports. It's not a system mover. Uh, we had fun playing uh, a bunch of mini games and versus games, which was, and even the co-op games were were nice. Zelda, Metroid, what are the animal thingy? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Man, Luigi's Pick Mansion. Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. Yeah, they have These all are, the Nintendo franchises. Like they're. And, it's fun. and it was really cool. It was a mix-up. It felt fresh. Uh, it was nice multiplayer with all your favorite moments from Nintendo, and I really like that because I like Nintendo. I do, but. 
then then the cost comes into play uh the console what i could spend my other money at i mean i come over to adams every weekend we could play that every weekend but it won't make me buy a wii u it's not a system mover it's an excellent like cool like party thing to do with people just like rock band was for a while like hey let's break out the rock band with people but you know you're not by yourself and like you want a game you're like i'm gonna pull out rock band and and the drum set and i'm gonna play it but i mean i don't know maybe people do that but i think that's kind of weird when you get like a whole like band set out for yourself anyways i'm off topic but it was cool and fun to play i enjoyed the wii u and uh i'm still not gonna buy it yet I mean, when a good, a better game comes out, yes. But yeah, and that's that's how I mean. I've said this before. Is personally, I don't think I wouldn't recommend the Wii U to everyone. Like only to really hardcore people, and if you really just love Nintendo, because I personally love. Like I am enjoying the Wii U, but I mean, I don't play it as much as the other systems. When I play it, I enjoy it. I mean, it's a good system. It's fun. They have good characters, good little gimmicks, and all that stuff. But yeah, there's not that system seller yet. It's it's family and friend uh, friendly. <laughs> If that's what I want to say, like friendlies. Yeah. But uh, Bill Bill was gonna play, but he had well, a headache, quote unquote. Uh, I, I was in a lot of pain yesterday. Shut up. We're gonna make fun of your pain. So it's for family and friends. Uh, most right. of my friends hate me, and I am the black sheep of my family. So I will not be buying a Wii U anytime soon. I mean, that's what I was gonna say too. And like, I don't. Care. I don't have a whole lot of friends, and I can't. Hey, we're friends. We can do it. All right. So how about you, Bill? Enough to talk about us. What have you been up to? Um. Nothing. Back to you. No, uh, on <laughs> Saturday, on Saturday, I did uh, play an online dynasty in college football NCAA 13. I played uh, Mike Cottle, who recently won our uh, video game moment contest. Sounds like it's like insider trading. Type not of at all. There. Not at all. And had to come back uh, late from a 10-7 deficit and scored in the last minute to win 14-10. Uh, Real tough, close defensive game. He was tough, man. I, I was lucky to win that. And uh, played a little Halo 4 with the wife. Got through another level of that. And uh, So are you enjoying that game? Eh, not at all, but it shuts her up. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I, Poor Nina. <laughs> if I'm not here Whatever next week. you can do to not hear the wife. If I'm not yeah, here yeah, next yeah, week, right? that means she heard it. Right. I mean, she heard this and right. uh, she where, where, would, where would she bury your body is what I want to know. She wouldn't bother burying it. She'd just dump it in the street somewhere. <laughs> right. Probably teabag me and run away. That's true love right there. Well, you do oh. have a fireplace, so hey, cremation is also an option. I'd be the only guy that ever got teabagged by a woman. Yeah, and then um, give the dog the serve about that. No, I, we're having a blast with it. Um, what? It, it, the reason we haven't finished it is because, you know, a lot of times when we're both home at the same time, we're watching movies, doing other stuff, but um, Halo's like kind of our sometimes our Sunday game that if we both happen to be home, we'll play it, and once we finish it, then we'll shoot each other online. Nice. That's cool. Have you, have you played any of multiplayer at all? Uh, a little bit with Adam, and I've gotten on once or twice by myself. And actually, a lot of the times when we play the single player, I kind of shoot her a lot <laughs> just for fun and just to piss her off. Just to irritate her, sure. And then it turns. I mean, and that's why she's going to kill you. I mean, eventually, it, it's it going to happen. It turns into uh, yeah. us shooting each other quite often. Right. Yeah, Halo is awesome. But let's jump to the other side of the console wars and talk about probably some of the biggest news in a while. I mean, once again, not. So much news. It's not news. It's a tease of awesome news. Is there is there another console besides the Xbox? Can you oh. believe it? Yeah, you, we were just talking about the Wii U. What's wrong with you? Oh right, I have memory problems. So last week at about three o'clock, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday or something. Who cares? Yeah, I guess it doesn't. It's not all that relevant. But the PlayStation blog 
<laughs> Sony's Twitter and their Facebook all at the same time posted a link that just said see the future and it linked to a page and also it said like hashtag PlayStation 2013 meeting and when you click on it you're introduced to a about 30 second video that is just very um, not very descriptive but it shows the it looks like a game of tic-tac-toe on acid. That's the understatement of the century. Basically, yeah. like the preview was like Ernie's magic shapes, and I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I mean, it's just it it's just nothing. the it's just the iconic PlayStation symbols, like the buttons, triangle, circle, square, X, and they're just floating around some ominous figure that is probably somewhat close to the PS4, and it just ends with February twentieth, twenty thirteen, saying that we'll see the future of PlayStation, which. In all honesty, if this is anything but PS4, biggest letdown in probably video game history. <laughs> yeah. We're basically explaining what See the Future is, and it's going to be the PS4. And if it's not the PS4, you can punch me right in my fat face. The end. Yeah, because a lot of people were maybe thinking that these companies would wait till E3 and maybe wait till then. But these these consoles are most likely coming out in October or November, and they got to get these out so developers can start getting the word out of their games and so they can start showcasing little by little and getting the excitement building so people know what they need to save up money and that these things are actually coming. And it's, it's exciting because on February 20th, we're finally going to get some info about the next generation. And speaking of info, there's already rumors floating around that there's going to be a 15-minute playback on this device. So you can, whatever you're playing or, or anything else, it'll be recorded. And you can, you know, post it on the web, show your friends. I think that's a smart idea so that you get more people involved. And then they can say, hey, look at the cool thing I did. Oh, hey, look at the cool thing I did. And it'll help promote games and also PlayStation 4. So It is just a rumor, though. It's a rumor, but if it's not true, you can punch me in my big fat face. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this, this would also be nice, especially for us and people who like doing YouTube videos and other things, because we have to hook up our game capture device. And first of all, Sony has some weird security setting where it doesn't accept HDMI out for its PS3. So you have to use component cables, and then you have to switch them all if you want to use HDMI. So it's kind of a hassle. And it would be really nice if it was just built into the system. But saying that, it's probably good that Sony has some kind of security now at this point. <laughs> I guess at that this is point, true. Did they yeah. learn anything from that? <laughs> Hackers? Anybody? Don't, don't give me your credit card. Nobody gets nothing now. Yeah, there's also another rumor came out that the... I know we mentioned this, I think, a week or two ago about how the... DualShock controller that we've all known and maybe not loved so much, but nope. some people have, is going to get a redesign. And some of the reports that are coming out are saying that it will have a Vita-esque back touch on the front of the screen that's not, I mean, super intrusive or anything, but it'll replace the start and select button and will have, who knows, some feature with touchscreen because, you know, they're going to try and push the synergy between the Vita and PlayStation Mobile. So trying to just make all those things unified. That's what I'm hoping for because I'm sick of that controller. I'm sorry. I'm tired of playing on that DualShock controller. It hurts the palm of my hands. It's uncomfortable. Compared to the Xbox, I mean, I'd rather not even pick it up. I mean, even like playing a Blu-ray movie, picking up that controller, I'm like, I don't even want to play this movie anymore because <laughs> i got to hold much. this controller for five minutes. That's how sick I am. <laughs> He's on giving movie reviews going, one star. <laughs> I had it on Blu-ray and I didn't even want to watch it. <laughs> I couldn't even like play it because the stupid controller was too bad. I, I don't dislike it that much. I, I do prefer the Xbox controller. I think that's absolute perfection. But uh, but I, I'll, I'll be glad to see them maybe redesign it and, and get a little more ergonomic, hopefully, for some of the... Uh, older crowd, because it seems like that controller would be great for the younger people, 
and maybe have more than one option because the average gamer now, I did read the average gamer is now 31 years old. That's crazy. Which makes me feel a little better. (laughs) (laughs) Are they calling us average now? No. Jerks. Not me. (laughs) So, yeah, obviously these are all just rumors. So I guess, did you guys have any things you were hoping for that could be announced with this next system? I think Jack had something about storage or whatever. I think they're going to have, like, I'm just going to just prophesy, like, and then you can punch me in my big fat face. If they don't have a one terabyte hard drive on there, you can punch me. If they don't have a new controller... That would be awesome. Terabyte. Well, they already I, have like they, the it, new the new PlayStation's already have a 600 gigabyte hard drive that you can get with the Assassin's Creed Creed bundle, yeah. and that that's thin and doesn't look like a George Foreman grill. I agree. I agree. I think if you're going to try to really push towards more digital yeah. uh, downloads, I think the wireless speeds have to be really fast to download. Looking at you, Sony, yes. and uh, and I agree with Jack. A terabyte would be that would, that would be amazing. A terabyte would be exactly what it would I take know. to really push. The, the move towards digital downloads and getting away from the the disc sales, which yeah, exactly. I know they want anyway because they you know they fight against used games anyway. If people are downloading them, they're not trading that in. And that's definitely what you have to do. And a terabyte hard drive, what? It's like two dollars now, twenty bucks, <laughs> right? I mean, they are pretty cheap though. I mean, and, and you think mass producing them. Sony can Sony can make them for probably two bucks. I think just you give can us a get the, I think if you take two recyclable bottles, you right. can get a terabyte. You can get, yeah, you just bring in two aluminum cans, you can get at least a couple gigs these days. So yeah, that's gonna be good. And obviously, I'm hoping for more Vita integration. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, I hope all these things and these are gonna be great. But I'm just hoping that this this Vita is gonna have some trump card and some secret up its sleeve that it interacts with the PS4 in an awesome way. That's Reminiscent of the Wii U and maybe some things we haven't even thought of yet. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping it gives me a reason to even purchase a Vita. Me too. Because I never have. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> We're just going to rag on it. I'm sorry. I, I really am. But PlayStation, you got you do have a lot to prove with that. And or Sony. I, I had a Vita. And with the PlayStation. And we the broke controller up. And yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. It's going to be. So just stay tuned. February 20th is going to be incredible i'm sure they'll be live streaming the event and everything and they probably won't reveal all that much but i'm sure we'll see maybe a game maybe what it looks like maybe the new controller but it's just exciting because once this news starts it's just going to waterfall down and just cascade and make news come out all the time so how long do you think after this announcement that microsoft jumps in well you got to believe gdc is a cascading down it is quite a picture. It was so vivid. That's beautiful, Adam. Yeah. I'm a poet. And hey, I did, you should, and I watch, you should watch the press conference with us. What are you even oh, talking we about? We should all watch the press conference from Sony together on oh, February 20th. Right. I have to go to Florida. Oh, poor, poor Adam oh, has no, to go to Florida. I'm so sad. We're in Ohio. It is Putting snowing. The salt in the wound. Literally, we have tons of salt here. Like crazy. Yeah, unfortunately, I, we won't be together, so we'll have to watch it from across the country. <laughs> so sad. Anyway, uh, I'll light a candle for you, dude. <laughs> Thanks, bro. So, what are we talking about? Cascading or something? Oh, yeah, right. So, G- I got you. So, GDC is at the end of March, and I gotta believe the Game Developers Conference, C- Center for Disease Control, no, CDC. I'm just saying waterfalls. Is that a TLC reference? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So, GDC is at the end of March, and I have a feeling that they're going to want to showcase either some games or something new in the hardware. So, I don't think Microsoft is going to let Sony hog that spotlight for very long. I'm saying maybe two weeks, 
few weeks after. I don't think it'll be that much longer until we hear something about the next Xbox. I swear to God, I'll pee my pants laughing if all of a sudden we see tomorrow, February 19th. <laughs> I, mean, I know we're, we're all excited for Next Gen 2, and I am, but there's so many games coming out that, you know, Fallout, a.k.a. Bioshock, is coming out, and also Dead Space. So I'm just going to turn that around. I'm going to turn that around so that, you know... You still people, call it Fallout. I know, I did on purpose. That time. This time. It was supposed to be a joke. But anyways, Adam almost slapped me when I did that, by the way, people. Jack has been referring to Bioshock Infinite as Fallout. Fallout forever. I don't know what's wrong with me. You just miss Fallout. Yeah, He's also been referring to God of War as Burger Time. Burger so. Time. <laughs> Speaking of Burger Time, I heard a Burger King has been caught using horse meat. What? what? <laughs> we just had Burger King over the weekend. I know. Well, it does say have it your way. <laughs> Whatever you want. Well, I did always want to know what Mr. Ed tasted like, so. Oh, gross. That's so, uh, yuck. What do you think it does taste like? I don't know, but that, like, yuck and gross wasn't convincing enough. I think you actually do want to eat some horsies. No, no, no. I w- Didn't you see that commercial in the Super Bowl last night where he raises a Clydesdale, then it comes back to see him and all that? I was like, oh, I wouldn't want to eat him. You just pat him. Yeah. So, yeah. everyone, don't eat horses, please. They're cute and fluffy. I knew that king had that little smirk on his face. You knew he was hiding something. Up to something. Um, so. Because his brain was riddled with parasites. From eating horse meat. (laughs) Best segue in the world. Which brings us to The Last of Us. A PS3 game that will probably blow a lot of PS4 games out of the water. Yep. This game, every time you see more about this game, it just looks better and better and better and better. Oh, I'm so stoked for this game that actually, as good as God of War looks, I can't wait for it to come out just so I can play the demo. Oh, yeah, exactly. So this, I mean, this game obviously made by the team who made Uncharted, Naughty Dog. And it's actually the first time that the press has got hands-on with this game. They've only seen demos and closed trailers and things like that, but this time they actually got to get their hands on this game that's coming out in May. And we we kind of gathered some of the impressions from around the wire, as it were, and this is what we found, that people like the game. <laughs> yeah. It's good that they like the game, because usually they purchase it after they like it. So. Well, a, a few weeks back, Jack, I think you said you were worried that, that it might not live up to expectations, but I think now we're starting to see that... that, that since they're letting people play it, so far the reactions have been really good, and, and it's well, promising that maybe they are. Do you guys remember all the hype that followed Assassin's Creed, and like how how hugely hyped those games were? But people weren't playing it. People got their hands on this and got to play it. That's now. true. That's, that, true. That, that's why all I think right. it's, I'll give it up. That's that. why I'm a little more excited now. All right, that's cool. They showed another section which kind of showed more about the infected, those lovely humanoid people that have a fungus and it's growing out of their eyeballs and they kind of look like mushrooms. Yeah, I heard something about, like, runners and clickers. Is that, is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, they, they showed two types of enemies and actually gave them names. The first one is actually kind of... Sad. Yeah. And kind of sad. And really freaky. Is uh, So they're called runners. They It's kind of the early stages of the infection, and they still have a sense of their humanity. And when they're running at you or trying to get you, you can tell that there's something inside them that's trying to hold them back from letting into this virus or this infection and you could I mean they look like humans they just have obviously they're degenerating and things are growing out of them but they look like humans and they're trying to stop it but they just can't and I have a feeling this could make for a lot of freaky moments <laughs> can, you, can you imagine a zombie that's like crying and like saying 
Oh, I, I, oh, I'm sorry. While well, they're like ripping you apart. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're, God, you're so delicious. But know, I'm sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. God, this is tasty. Got any, got any salt? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know if they're actually going to talk, but they're going to just... I think it's more in their motions and their movements. I bet they run. Like, yeah, that, that's probably a good assumption. Now, that's what's the other kind like? Called a clicker. And these are... The infection is spread a lot more, and their heads are basically one big mushroom. And they won't let you have the remote control at all. They it's will like not my clicker. <laughs> the clickers, but they're called clickers because they make sounds like, and they they use echolocation like dolphins or bats to try and see find their way because they can't see, but they have super hearing basically. So you gotta. That's gonna make a lot of tense situations. Yeah, I mean, they, in the demo they showed that if you run into them and they just make all these crazy noises and you have to try and kill them and shooting them. First of all, ammo is scarce. And these guys are very erratic in their motion, so you have to really plan your shot. And it's just, uh, it's just incredible. And they were crawling through this area that was dark, and it was like a garage or something. It just looks incredible. That's all I can say. I mean, <laughs> you can see some video previews online for it, but it looks so good. And they also kind of touched on the crafting, where you can kind of go off the beaten path and get scissors and different tools that you can combine and craft items or weapons or anything like that. So looks like there's going to be a lot of depth into this game. And it looks, yeah, it looks like it's not one of those ones where, and even in the Dead Space demo, some of that stuff, it was kind of annoying trying to go back and, whoa, can you use this for this gun or that gun? It looks like it's really easy to manage, and which will make it more fun than a grind to do. So Plus, I think what will keep you involved is like uh, the quality character acting. At least for the little bit we saw, it looked like the voice acting was really good. And, oh, it's, uh, yeah. Everything it's, I've seen looks phenomenal. It's like a Grand Theft Auto with click and clackers and, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's you like play Uncharted. any of the Uncharted <laughs> yeah, games, you know, the acting is top-notch on those games. Yeah, they don't mess around. It's going to be, it's going to be great. So, yeah, I'm sure you'll see a lot more footage because that release date is getting closer and closer every day. Another game that's coming out next month that got some more footage is Bioshock, or Fallout, yeah. as Jack would say. <laughs> this game... Uh, hey, hey. I'm stupid. <laughs> that me just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So this game, just another trailer, another game that every time you see more of it, you're just like, okay, where can I sign? Where can I get this game? Let's just do it. I don't need to see anything else. Yep. Every time, it, and I even told this to Adam earlier, um, anytime you start thinking about, well, you know, is it going to be as good as these other games? It's another Bioshock. You've kind of been there, done that. And then you see this new trailer, and it just it blows you away. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I forgot how good they really are. It kind of reminds me of what, Naughty Dog is doing with their un, with their series because Uncharted was an adventure game, you're like Indiana Jones, and The Last of Us is a lot different, but it has some kind of similarities. Where, I mean, you are going to be running around and shooting enemies and things like that, but it's a completely different game. With this Bioshock, they're taking you up into the sky instead of in the ocean, but it's still going to have those Bioshock sounds and the feelings and some of the mechanics. So while it's familiar, it's going to be completely different. I want to buy it just for like the sheer combos the guy was busting out on all the enemies. I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but the guy was like insane, and I'm like, I don't even know if I can compare to that. And I hope I can beat those enemies like that. You will. But that dude was like, he was whipping out like ravens and fireballs and it's not hard to control and guns and all this other stuff. I'm like. I gotta get this. Those games are easy to control too. That's what I love about it. Looks so fluid. Yeah, but it's not hard to do that. That's what makes it great. You can look like a total badass. And you don't have to have a freaking degree in engineering to figure out how to do it. I was like, I was thinking to myself while I was watching. I'm like, what's next? Magical Ravens? Boom! He poofs it out, and I was like, bam! I just he, bought it. He poofs it out. He poofed it out. <laughs> he poofed okay. it. 
<laughs> it was Poof Ravens. Yeah, Bioshock coming out March 26th, I think it is. Just get it. I mean, seriously. Don't don't you don't even need to watch the trailer. You can to cry because it's amazing. But just get this game. It's going to be incredible. Another game that was supposed to come out, but not so much anymore for a while, is Grand Theft Auto V. There's not so much news besides the fact that it's been delayed to September 17th. Oh, yeah, all those people that are excited about Killzone Mercenaries for the Vita. Uh Yeah, that's that's some more news. The one shining hope in the distance for the Vita, Killzone Mercenary, finally got some actual gameplay footage and some demo time. And And it looked good. It did. It really does look like a good game, but... Obviously, it's far away, it's months away, and now it has to compete with Grand Theft Auto on the same day. I don't know, I'd, I would not be surprised if they push that back a little bit. Yeah, they're well, smart. Oh, they'll push it right into the holiday season and next gen, when, then they're yeah, really screwed. They just push it a couple more months and so they don't sell any more units. Yeah, because <laughs> they were probably so excited, they're like, you know what, people aren't going to put games here because the next generation's coming out soon, we're going to have this game all to ourselves, this date, and then boom, bomb drops. They got them, and that was a nice boom. Yeah. Yeah, Kudos I think it's kind that. of I think it's kind of funny in a way, but at the same time, it's funny uh, how the Vita can't catch a break. That's it, what's funny about it. Well, and and I'm glad that Grand Theft Auto is, is is you know Rockstar is able to say, okay, yeah, we were shooting for a spring release. That's what we said, but we're not going to just throw it out there then and be stubborn and say, well, you know, people are going to buy it because we're Rockstar. We're going to wait till it's ready. Take the time to polish because if it did come out and it was buggy and glitchy, people would be so much more disappointed than it, having to wait a few more months and getting what we expect to get from Rockstar. Yeah, because I'm sure if they released it when it was supposed to be in May or June or whatever, April, I'm sure it would have been good. I'm sure people would have loved it and it would have sold millions of copies, but Rockstar is the kind of company that doesn't settle for that. They're trying to make the best game out there, and this is another one of those games where the more you see of it, the more you're like, okay, yep. it's, just, it's incredible. I mean, all these games that are coming out are just awesome. So, But I also it's also kind of funny to think, because you know games were not going to be released in that April-May area because they don't want to get anywhere near Grand Theft Auto. So I wonder if some games might get pushed back or just announced to be released in that day because it's a much safer time. It's kind of like the NFL without Ray Lewis. Oh, I'm sure they sink uh, you know, so many millions into games and whatnot and strategy. I'm sure release dates are always in the back of their mind about you know pushing towards it or either delaying it or timing it just right, just like, you know, the movie industry or, or other things. Um, I'm sure uh, Killzone people are, are upset. Oh, yeah, and even though they they never admit that they worry about when other games are released, you know they do. Yeah. Of course they do. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, they both these games look great, and I, I do hope Killzone does well because I think that it really could be the first first-person shooter that's actually incredibly good on the Vita. And could, I mean, it could sell systems if it's good enough. I mean, it's... It really it could be a good game. I, I'm hoping it does, too. Contrary to uh, belief from some people on IGN, I do want to see the Vita do well. <laughs> yeah, right. But the uh, speaking of people who don't want to admit stuff, you know, the people who make Resident Evil, I don't know if you know, they admitted something. Yeah, it's about time. Well, they. you know what's funny is they didn't admit it based on people sending them feedback. They admitted it when the sales showed what people want. Stockholders are like, oh, wait, we messed up. People don't want Call of Duty Resident Evil. People don't want the next Ninja Gaiden Resident Evil. People want a scary, creepy horror game from Resident Evil. And finally, finally Capcom is listening because they got punched in the wallet hard enough by us, by you. And they're gonna they're claiming they're gonna go back to their roots and give the fans what they want. And yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't remember a time where a lady and giraffe were in an action movie <laughs> and they called it Resident Evil. I didn't even want to play that. Yeah, it's 
Because it, it was, it was. You could just see the mudslide from Resident Evil Four to Resident Evil Five to Resident Evil Six, and I mean, unfortunately, I'm, you're kind of seeing it with Dead Space a little too. And I mean, hopefully, this one doesn't take the same route. But they just lose their identity. Like these games. I mean, like if you like Resident Evil Six and Five or not is completely up to you, and that's fine. But the fact remains that they're not Resident Evil games, and they need to get back to the roots of the franchise. And they need to reboot this franchise and get back to what made it great. Because don't try and be Call of Duty, because that's not what you are. That's you're just gonna fail. And it's just we want survival horror, we want creepiness, we want dogs jumping through windows. Yes, we want the scary stuff. Well, speaking of changing something up, EA is gonna pull Medal of Honor out of rotation. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Resident Evil is really no. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, you know what? Hey, uh, they're not pulling it out because because. They're not happy with the game. They're pulling out because nobody bought the game. Right. I was going to ask, crap. like, when are they going to pull Pac-Man out of rotation? Never. It still sells. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it does on iPhones and all that stuff. No, but it's, uh, it's one of those games that, I mean, not even, Medal of Honor was a huge franchise back in its day. And when they rebooted it for 360 a few years ago, it was not the best game, but it was it had potential. But this last one just threw all that out the window. It was a cheesy story, and the gameplay wasn't there. And it's just, it can't, like, stand up to Call of Duty and Battlefield. And EA just, you know what, needs to take it off for a little bit and let, let the excitement and the hatred die down and maybe come back with something great. Hey, put the put the development more into Battlefield. You don't need to have two military shooter franchises when you can have just one solid one. I mean, right. you know, make the one great. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to play another World War II shooter. If I do, if I do have to play another Medal of Honor game with another little, like, doodad or something. I remember when they are coming out with games where you were, like, you were parachuting, like, Medal of Honor Airborne, I believe, is the last one I I bought. And I'm like, I never want to play this again. Yeah, but the, the new Medal of Honors aren't World War II. Those are, like, modern. Yeah, these are, the stuff. Warfighter games are, are modern. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, they're still, I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. No, but I, like, they, I mean, there could even be talk of I don't know if EA, because you know, or the Call of Duty franchise transfers from one company to another every year from Treyarch or Activision or anything so like Infinity that. Infinity Ward and back, yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe they'll do that with Battlefield. Maybe they'll get two teams to pump that up. But I mean, I like what they were doing with Battlefield and Medal of Honor because those are different franchises. And yeah, I mean, the Call of Duties were different, but it's cool to get fresh ideas. But obviously, Medal of Honor just did not cut it. You know what? I'd like to see. A few other games maybe put on the back burner for a little while. Rest at one being, I don't want to say Resident Evil because they're not a yearly franchise. I'm just sick of what they've been doing. But but games like Assassin's Creed, you know, there was so much hype for three, and I felt it was a little disappointing. But it is. It just seems like they're pumping out the same stuff, the same stuff. And and I appreciate that they tried to make this one different, different setting, and adding in those ship battles and all that. But I think take a couple years away, really work on a good next gen one and then come out and blow everyone away with it. Yeah, it's, it's so hard, though, because, I mean, Medal of Honor did not sell well at all. Assassin's Creed sold bananas. Oh, I know, I, mean, I that's, know. Like, it's, it's just hard. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to see that because maybe some ideas are getting stale, but it's just when a game is making that much money for your company, there's no way they're going to stop that. That's why games like Call of Duty and things keep coming out over and over and over again because you know you're going to sell millions and millions of copies. Well, speaking of games that uh, repeat year after year... What can you do to change it up? Maybe change the name? Do you think that's enough to change it up on a yearly release? Like Madden? Huh? You just put a different number on it? 
Yeah. And you, and you sell the same game over and over and oh. over again? Yeah, Madden, Madden is instead of going to be, instead of, it's not going to be called Madden 14. It's going to be called Madden 25 to celebrate its 25th year anniversary. So it's going to take nine years leap in game quality? Yeah. So what happens when Madden, when it's when that, 11 the year 20, years, I can do math. What happens when 2025 comes around? Are they going to be like Madden uh, Deus Deuce? Madden, for, Madden 14, they just traded. Yeah. Um, now, th- last year's game was, with the new uh, physics engine, was a huge jump forward, I think. And it, hopefully this year will really polish that up a little bit. Because it's a little bit wonky. Like, at the end of plays, guys go flipping around like idiots. And shit. Yeah. All, all I'm going to say is, I don't care. I know. Because I know Bill's going to hate me for this, but I haven't played a football, sporting game, or any kind of sports game ever since they started getting to, like, the Beyond 5. Like, Madden 5. I don't... I didn't, Did they have a Madden 5? I lost track after, like, the 2005. Second, I, like I the, love like my the, sports games. Like you know, I'm very... I couldn't care less about the name change, though. It doesn't mean anything. If the game's good, I'll buy it. If the game's... Crap! I'll skip it. Um, I mean, not even that. Couldn't but care like, less about the how, title. How many football games can you get for the same exact console over and over and over? Well, again? as long as there's Call of Duty games, can you get? I mean, these games I just sell. I bought it once. I didn't well, get, here's like, the thing: the as, as long as they keep adding on to it and making improvements each year, I'll I'll buy it. Some years they do make big jumps. Well, see, I'm a huge sports freak when it comes to playing games. Anyway, I love the Madden. I, I play in online dynasties in college football. I can't wait for the upgrades for next year. Because next year's college football title is going to have the physics engine in it and supposedly better and tweaked, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, but if it sucks, then it sucks because it's a whole year of uh, hope next year they get it right. Like being a Browns fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just hoping that at least the Vita and the PS3 version can are compatible cross saves. Like, please. Just just be smart. Uh, Do on, something on Madden? for the video. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just think that like Madden and like sports games in general get a pass. Just like uh Mario and stuff like that. It's like, okay, it's Mario. It's been great. Some things are great. Okay, it's Madden. Well, I just have to buy it because it's there. So, you know. I, I don't know. I think that's why I'm being critical and why I don't buy it over and over again because I, I just can't do what feels like to me at least the same thing again and again. Yeah, and also, well, first of all, these games sell, like Nintendo games that we talked about last year. And also, it's it's also hard because EA owns the NFL license, so games can't really make other NFL games. And, like, you don't want to play a game with some random people. Like, 2K tried to do that before, and it just it doesn't work. So that, that's also why you may get some of the staleness. But and People treat it like a holiday yeah, really. when but that comes out. We're going to take a little break from all this video game chat and talk about some lovely books. Be back soon. For you, the listeners of The Gamer's Advocate... Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And let's see what Bill's Corner offers us today in terms of books. Uh, This week I'm recommending a book called The Silent Land by Graham Joyce. Um, This is a very creepy book. Uh, It's about a young couple that um, get trapped in an avalanche. Um, They eventually dig their way out, but when they do, they find out that everything around them has changed. the hotel that they were at is completely empty. Um, everything is completely silent as well. All cell phones have no service. All landlines lines are cut. There's just no sound of any kind, no people of any kind, nothing. And uh, it's a struggle to try to find out what happened, uh, what happened to everybody else, what's happened to them. And while this is going on, there's another pending avalanche that they're trying to avoid getting trapped in as well. So uh, it's very, very interesting read and listen, and I highly recommend it. Well, very good. So to download that book, 
or any other audiobook, go to audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate for your free audiobook. And now back to our show. Welcome back, everyone. We have some very exciting news that we wanted to wait until the end of the show to kind of take over our devil's advocate. It's kind of like, let's talk about Bill segment. <laughs> our, oh, very own, our very own Bill Roberts is famous, everybody. No, 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 no. <laughs> he wrote an article about his breakup with his PlayStation Vita, and we've been posting it around the internet, and it's been kind of circulating, and some people at IGN found it and decided to feature Bill Roberts on the front page of their website. Um, yeah, I was as shocked as anybody to hear this. In fact, Adam called me and told me this, and for about ten minutes I I thought I was being punked, and I uh, didn't believe him. But, you know, we, I wrote the article for our website, for the Gamers Advocate. had no intention of doing that uh, anywhere else, but we posted it on uh, my, my profile on IGN, and then we decided to tweet it to IGN and... Uh, uh, Greg Miller, one of the writers, I don't know who saw it, but yeah. <laughs> and it's had quite a response. Um, uh, I've been called a lot of names since then. <laughs> a, little, a little negative there for that um, uh, P- the Vita bashing, maybe? Well, the one the one thing that a lot of people are are killing me on is uh, the fact that they think, and, and I should have probably explained it better, but again, I, I didn't intend for this to be on IGN. <laughs> it has um, over 800 comments now or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like 830-some comments. But a lot of people made the assumption that that was my only gaming system. I don't know why they'd make that assumption, but they made the assumption that I traded it for the Vita, expecting or the Vita for the Kindle Fire, expecting the Kindle to be some great gaming system. Um, what I should have probably mentioned is that I have a 3DS, I have an Xbox 360, and I have a PS3 all for gaming. And since the Vita wasn't what I expected, I decided to trade it in for something completely different and went a different route. I kind of that was something that was kind of hinted at in the article, but but that's not something that I fully explained. I did not expect the Kindle Fire to be a gaming system like the Vita. I read a lot, as you people that listen to this know, I'm always recommending an audiobook. Um, so I do a lot of audiobooks. I read a lot of books. Um, I got it for a completely different reason. I'd basically given up on the Vita being what I wanted, so I went a different route. And I think they were kind of mis- yeah, misinterpreting because the story was about the end of the Vita. It wasn't about the Kindle Fire. You just threw it in at the end because it's like, you know what? I found a new love, and that was n- that was something nice you put. So I think if you would have went on to explain more why you got the Kindle Fire, it kind of would have ruined the allure of the story because he told it as if it was like a beautiful girl he met at the store and that they had a great relationship and then they went down. So I think that would have kind of dragged it down. So, I mean, when you go on the Internet, there's going to be hatred. It's just... You just got to deal with it. Yeah, well, I mean, if you go out with somebody, you you find a new girlfriend and it doesn't work out, would you go find someone exactly like that person? No, of course not. That was the point of the article, writing it that way. But it, like I said, I mean, you're going to get bashed anytime you put anything on the Internet. But at the same time, I want to thank everyone that took the time to read it, whether you liked it, hated it, whether you trashed me for it, whether you supported me, because I did get a lot of support, too. I had a lot of people sending me messages saying they really liked it. Um... The best thing that I heard was that some a few people said it was well written, which thank you very much, um, and thank you to the ones that bashed it too. You know, just you took the time to read it, and I appreciate it. Yeah, I think uh, the way you wrote it was really great. And if you would have put the title like "How Bill Got the Value for His Dollar" or "How How Bill Used the Trade in Money to Get Something More Useful," and here's why, wouldn't be as alluring like like Adam said, or, or as great. Um, so, you know, people just just chillax if you hated it and if you liked it cool 
support us some more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we kind of mentioned this with our our own iTunes reviews. If you don't like it, if you don't agree with Bill, I mean, it's all good. But give some good feedback. Give some good comments. Don't just say, "Oh, he's an idiot. He's a stupid." Because it makes you look dumb and weak. <laughs> it's just pointless. But it's it's exciting because it was a very well done article. He put in some nice gifts of, I don't know, Anne Hathaway and Jonah Hill and James Vanderbeek, and it was just it was hilarious. It was a very well written article and well deserved to be featured on the website as big as IGN. Well, and and part of why I put the the animated gifts on it, which a couple of those didn't transfer over onto IGN very well, that sucked. But um, was to point out that the article was somewhat meant to be kind of tongue in cheek. It wasn't meant to be. Oh, the the Vita, I'm crying because it's not what I wanted. You know, and I, it, I waited a year, and the only announcements of games that I was kind of excited for were coming out in another nine months, you know, Killzone, and that happens to be coming out now the same day as Grand Theft Auto, yeah. so I'm not too worried about Killzone, to be honest with you. I'll be playing Grand Theft Auto. But again, um, it, it was really something where people took it as I was trying to bash the Vita, and I'm really not. I, I want it to do well. I want at some point to have to eat my words and say, yep, I'm going to buy another one. And I'll be the first to admit it if and when that ever happens because uh, I'd be glad for it to do well. I want it to do well. I just for me, it's not. For some people, it's the perfect system, and, and I'm not going to argue like that. Yeah. A lot of people are naming off all the games they're playing, and you know what? Those may be all great games for you. It's just not what I'm into. And I, you know, some people bash me because I wanted to play sports games on it. But tell me, playing hockey on the go isn't a, a great thing. That's that's great for a handheld system. So uh, to each his own, man. Yeah, and also it's it's important to note that first of all, obviously, Bill traded at GameStop, and sometimes they will gouge you for prices. But he had a deal where he got double the trading credit. It's a system that probably would have been collecting a lot of dust. And it's like, why keep a system that's collecting dust when you could be using it and get better value for something that you'll actually use and enjoy? Yeah, yeah. again, another thing with that, like you said, ha- having an opportunity to get double trading value, it was a timing thing, too. Yeah, exactly. I really already wanted to get a Kindle Fire HD for reading, for, for listening to audiobooks, you know, and sure, browsing the Internet here and there, things like that. Um and watching Netflix kind of on the go. But if it wasn't the timing and the double trading value and getting to the point where I got the thing without spending a penny, if it didn't work out that way, it wasn't going to happen. I wasn't going to just get rid of the Vita just to get rid of it. I had a good opportunity, and it was collecting dust. And So I know you wrote that article probably a few weeks ago or something, but do you still enjoy your Kindle HD? Are you, <laughs> are you, are you happy with your decision? Absolutely. I use it every day. The Vita, I played, you know, Uncharted, played a few other games, you know, MLB, which was, the, again, both great games. Played some Escape Plan and uh, uh, Stardust, but then it just kind of sat around and sat around and sat around. And this is something I use every day. I read every day. Um, I played Draw Something with my mom and my stepdad. We go back and forth. Um, you know, it's in with you, Adam. And it's Sure, those aren't the same kind of games that you expect on the Vita. Of course not. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not fun. But like I said, I got it mainly for reading and tons of great Kindle deals for reading and audiobook deals. So. Yeah, and I, I personally love my Vita because I got all the Final Fantasies. And I actually just beat Assassin's Creed Three Liberation. And see, I, I see where Bill's coming from because these games that are touted to be system sellers and be just like the console counterparts really just aren't. 
I mean, I had, I had fun with Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation. It was a good game, but it's one of those games where when, when I'm finished, I'm never going to think about it again. I'm like, right. I, like I don't I don't need to play this. I don't need to think about it again. It was it was fun. It was good, but it's not it's not a system seller like you were saying. And obviously, we've talked about Call of Duty and all these things that just don't live up to the hype. It's just it's not it's not what it should be, and it doesn't have the connectivity with the PS4 and the legs that it needs to really have it stand out, especially against smartphones and. Other, even the 3DS. I mean, it's just, it's a shame. Well, and, and he meant PS3, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the uh, Well, what I was going to say was, you know, and a lot of people threw out their games that are coming out on the horizon. And I had one guy that was like Mr. Conspiracy Theory. He's like, I can't tell you what, what exactly it is. I'm not allowed to say, but you better, you're going to regret this. You're going to want to buy another one. And I'm like, look, I hope you're right. I'm not out to try to tell anyone that their Vita sucks. I'm not out there to say don't buy one. I'm not out to say they're, hey. I gave it a shot right off the bat. I supported it. I went out and bought a, the games for it, and then uh, I didn't feel I got what I wanted out of it. I get, keep hearing about all these games that are coming out down the road. It's like, well, the first one's nine months away from now, or eight months away now. Um, sure, God of War is eventually probably going to come out for it, and it's probably going to be one of those games that I'll sit around going, man, I wish I had that. And it may be enough to buy another Vita, but when's that going to happen? 2014? You know, I mean... It, I doubt it's coming out anytime soon. So exactly. So, any final thoughts for your thousands of fans out there? Um, again, just just thanks. Um, I am working on a second article, totally different subject matter. <laughs> um, uh, so I've got some people that uh, gave me some good uh, constructive criticism too, that disagreed with me but liked the article itself. And um, I, in fact, I, one guy um, even wrote a counter article. Um, about believe it, I think it was called Believe in Vita, and even though it didn't work for me, he made great points, great counter argument, and without bashing or being a, a prick about it, like uh, a few people have. Yeah, I actually got somebody call me an idiot twice in the same comment with the worst horrible spelling and grammar you could ever imagine, Jeez. and uh, the irony of that was was pretty impressive. Yeah, and it's a, even I mean like it or hate it, like the article or hate it. It's such a good topic, which is what, probably why IGN chose it, because obviously you saw it. I mean, that's a lot of comments for IGN. I mean, people are still commenting and still talking and still battling it out. We love the Vita. We hate the Vita. Go Bill. Boo Bill. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just shows that even a small article like that can have that impact because it sparks a bigger debate. So, yeah, keep, it, keep up the good work, Bill, and Jack's article's coming. <laughs> Come uh, on, Jack. It's about something. I even forget what I was writing about at this point. I fell asleep. Pong, I think it was, the first review. It was Pac-Man Returns, the adventure of Pac-Man. Well, I bet you we can't wait for that one. <laughs> yeah. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a thrill ride. So that more or less wraps up episode 12 of The Gamer's Advocate. We hope you enjoyed your hour with us, and we look forward to coming back next week. Um, we just want to always remind you that we are on iTunes. You can subscribe to us there, give us ratings, do whatever you want. We can go to Facebook, Twitter, Oh, Bill is just showing me. He's up to 896 comments. Holy crap. Incredible. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook, follow the Blue Shield, and Twitter, at Advocate Gamers. You can email us to be part of the show at podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. And if you want to follow me, I'm at Adam Bankers. I'm at Bill Roberts-ish. I'm at Jack Whittington, and you'll see that I had chicken for the Super Bowl. <laughs> if you're interested, check it out. Yeah, we had a lot of good chicken for it. And we also want to thank Jesse, a.k.a. One Stop Panda Drop, for our wonderful theme song and logo. 
Tonight we are going to end the show with um, some friends of mine that we've played a song from them before. We've played them on the show, X Factor One. Um, in fact, they are about eight minutes away from making a pretty big announcement, and I do know that they are going to be taking a uh, somewhat of a tour through the New York area and taking my former band Eight Pound Pressure with them on a few dates, which is awesome. So to support that and support them, I'm going to play a little song from them called You Suck. How fitting, no. So for the Gamer's Advocate, I'm Adam. I'm Bill. Hey, I'm Jack. And we hope you have a great night. See you later, ding-dongs. (laughs) 